The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Today's episode, Captives of the Fish People. All I'm saying is there must have been a prominent crotch boy senior. Not necessarily. Maybe Junior is his surname. Oh, what? So the name he signs on his checks is prominent crotch B Junior. <laughs> I'd probably go with PCB Junior myself. Might not be so inclined to emphasize the crotch. Hang on, I thought he was really, uh, the Pronces. Hey, hey, right. In reality, wealthy got about Pronches Crotchman. Yeah, see? There's that crotch in there again. Crotches are that guy's albatross, I guess. Which one is the albatross? Oh, it's like the crotch of birds. Guard's coming. Yeah, I know. We're having a conversation here. So, do you think he actually has a prominent crotch? I mean, it is 1935 and all. They can't say that on the radio. Can't... Oh! Impudent service dweller, it is time for your interrogation. What, already? We only have about 5.30. Is Aquatropolis in a different time zone? Maybe the pressure of the ocean breaks all the... Oh! For a fish man, your hand is surprisingly unslimy. Where are your gills? Shouldn't you have gills? This is impudence. You are speaking impudence to me. What, did you just learn that word? You're coming with me. Apparently I'm going with him. Guess you could work on escaping and rescuing me unless you have a hot date or something. Only with my Zeppelin. First of all, it's our Zeppelin, and second... Is that what you get up to in the engine room? Because... Ah! Why then? The torture chamber is in here. Figured it was when you told me I was being... Ow! I'd say you hit like a dame, but I know a lot of dames that hit a lot harder than that. Mighty Aquatic Emperor, here is the human prisoner you requested. Ah, good. It's time for torture. Is that some kind of itinerary or something? Now, human, get into the torture chair, or I will force you into it at Trident Point. Realize calling me a human isn't getting me any closer to thinking you're actual fish. And the Trident? You're just trying way too hard. Seriously, you're both just diving enthusiasts who went all screwy. Those helmets don't help you breathe. I'm amazed you can even see through them because the air you are breathing is just fogging them up. Be silent. Now we'll get you to talk. Well, there's a conflicting set of instructions if ever I heard one. Hey, uh, what's going on there? I'm injecting you with aquatic truth serum. Oh, for the love of Pete, you can't just... Ow! You can't just say truth serum. Everything's aquat... Now... Who are you? My name is Algar. And who is the other one we captured? That's my partner, Matt. I think they may be homosexuals. Are you homosexuals, human? We are. Yes. So, why did you infiltrate our city? It's not a city. An abandoned U-boat that you moved a couple of sofas into. This is a mighty aquatic city! A utopia beneath the very sea itself! No, it isn't. We're here because she stole some kind of newfangled plastic, I think it's called. No, we didn't. Who told you we did that? My superior officer is a colonel. And tell me, what organization do you, Matt and this colonel, represent? We work for the Ministry of the Unconventional for Canada and the United States. M-U-C-U-S. What a horrible acronym. Gary, please, let me work. Sorry, Dad. Tell me, what business is it of the Americans? And the Canadians. Yes, fine, and the Canadians. Why do they care if we stole this plastic sample? 
which I'm not even prepared to say that we did. Some kind of synthetic, wave of the future stuff. We're supposed to get it back from you before you, I don't know, build some... Cripes, you blabbing everything to these chumps? I know you like to talk a lot, but jeez. How did you escape our unbreakable plastic restraints, human? Listen, that stuff might be the wave of the future, but it's not exactly unbreakable. I was able to saw through it with my Sarcastier's decoder ring. That makes total sense. Don't it just... Now, I'll just grab this conch shell here. That's how you can tell we're underwater. Yes, of course it is. And I'll just cave in their helmets like so. Our helmets are now exposed to the foul human... Wow, they're even flopping around like fish. You're really committed to this. I appreciate you rescuing me. And they must have pumped you full of that stuff. Come on, we gotta make tracks. Should... Shouldn't there be more guards coming after us? I'm sure this entire city is just those two. And get that as their father and son. Jeez, I mean, my dad took me fishing. But... Your dad never took you fishing. Now, did you get the plastic? Of course I haven't. Now, how the hell do we leave this place? It's through here. Okay, what? Ugh, nuts. Are those what I think they are? If you think they're horses and scuba gear and flippers, then yes, they are. What in the... Seahorses. I... Let's just unhitch them in Amscray. Thankfully, there's more scuba gear here. Oh, of course there is. Man, these guys are screwy. That's what I said. This is not as much fun as I thought it might be. How much fun did you think it was going to be? Well, none. Ah, oh, for the love of Pete. Sea lions, of course. They're gaining on us. Boy, they sure are. It's not like I can send the Zeppelin down here to retrieve us. Do you have any ideas? I do, actually. Give me your electrodynaphone. You're not going to break anything, are you? Probably will. Damn truth serum. Here, I'm not even sure to work underwater. The radium that powers electrogyros might not. Who are you calling, anyway? Hang on. Mabel, give me Mohawk 6421, Tucker 777, Keystone 5, Carpet 3. No 3. Thank you, dear. Why do you always say things like hang on when hungry lions are very slowly swimming towards us? It does seem to happen a Nippy grad, Fruit I'm So how was whoever that was? Oh, she's fine. How does she feel about hungry lions very slowly swimming? What the hell is going on? Well, it's simple. I parted the sea like Moses. You can take off your helmet now, unless you're worried about the foul human air. I think I parked the blimp over there. It's a Zeppelin. Okay, seriously, what the hell did you do back there? I told you I parted the sea. So you called God on my Electrodynaphone. What? No. I called the Queen of the Moon. She owed me a favor. Ah, so she changed the tides. Absolutely. Well, that makes complete sense. Don't adjust. Well, HQ's coming up. Time to dock. So maybe we shouldn't be flying so close to the... Shit! We're gonna crash into that pylon! Listen, I don't tell you how to beat things with a wrench. Don't tell me how to pilot a dirigible. It's a Zeppelin, and it's about to go up in flames if you don't level don't out! Don't be... Huh. So it is. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Robot Saboteur, only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. 
today's episode, Robot Saboteur. Well, HQ's coming up. Time to dock. So maybe we shouldn't be flying so close to the... Shit! We're gonna crash into that pylon! Listen, I don't tell you how to beat things with a wrench. Don't tell me how to pilot a dirigible. It's a zeppelin, and it's about to go up in flames if you don't level don't out! Don't be... Huh, so it is. Ah, my pipe lungs! Don't blow your wig! I can fix this. Now hold still. It's kind of hard to resist the urge to go. What? To run away from it? Seriously, just come. There you go. There you go. Sheepers, creepers. Look what happened to the airship. Blimp. And you tell me, what the hell kind of flyboy are you anyway? You just rammed right into that pylon. What? No, I didn't. I lost control of the gyrocopter. Are you even trying anymore? out itself into the pylon. He seemed pretty calm about the whole affair while it was happening. It was hopped up on aquatic truth serum. Anyways, how the heck did you not catch on fire in that conflagration? Yeah, the what now? Ah, it's an old pilot's trick. It means fire. Nobody knows that. I'm gonna put that on the accident report so nobody- Oh, uh, hey, Dottie. Golly, Mr. Matt, are you all right? Yeah, sure, I'm fine. I was just telling Mr. Al here how I didn't catch fire when the Zeppelin caught fire. I was still wearing the helmet from our aquatic adventures, which protected my head, and... And your naturally fireproof flight jacket took care of the rest. You got it, kid. Were you really on fire, Mr. Al? Oh, he was overreacting. Like fun I was, what even happened? The thing completely spun out of my control near the end there. I can't imagine what might have happened. That's what I've come to tell you, Mr. Al. There was some kind of metal man hanging onto the bottom of the Zeppelin and- Atta girl. And he jumped off just before it blew up. Wait, where is he now? He's running that way. He looks really heavy, which I figure was why he ain't running so fast. Come on, let's get a wiggle on. You got it, Mr. Al. Hey, uh, you coming with us or what? You, uh, yeah, you, 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 you go ahead. I'm gonna see if I can't fix this thing. I'll save you some time. Yes, you can't. It exploded. There's nothing left to fix. Ain't nothing Mr. Matt can't fix. What kind of bushwah you been filling this kid's head with? Just go chase down the metal man. I'm gonna try and salvage this thing. Only most of it has exploded. Come on, Mr. Al. He's slow, but he's getting away. All right. Come on, kid. So, Dottie, how's tricks with the sarcast ears? <laughs> Oh, it's going great, Mr. Al. What kid wouldn't want an authentic badge and Dakota ring? You're a good egg, Dottie. Boy, you weren't kidding. That thing's slower than molasses. You there! Yeah, you! Why'd you wreck my balloon? Mr. Al, I think it's a dirigible. Quiet, kid. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Uh, what now? It looks like he's noodling your question. How is that even a- Tabulation complete. Your dirigible has been wrecked. Two, two. Could this guy move any slower? Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Ah, oh, for the Tabulation complete. Affirmative. This unit could move any slower. Why don't you just cool cock him, Mr. Al? Then maybe you could get some answers out of him. Well, gee, Dottie, I'd like to, but... Uh... What is it, Mr. Al? Well, Dottie, do you know what a pacifist is? I think I heard my dad use that word once when he talked about being in the Great War. He said they were a I bunch of- I think we can skip what your old man thought we were a bunch of. The truth is, Dottie, Mr. Al doesn't like violence. Jeez, you picked the wrong business then, being an adventurer and all. This business kinda picked me. You still carry that little Roscoe in your knapsack? What, my pop gun? I sure do. What the heck is that thing anyway? My dad works down at the factory where they make delicious puffed rice and puffed wheat. Manly profession if I ever heard one. So what's that mean? You never heard the ads? They're the only cereals fired out of guns. No, I don't listen to ad... What? Watch! 
Tabulating. You just shot a mess of cereal at that thing. I sure did. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Yeah, yeah. Finally. So did you fix the- Oh, sure, I got her working on all sixes now. Are you kidding me? Yes, I am. It's burnt cinders. Go figure. Mr. Matt, did you know that Mr. Al is a pacifist? Oh, right. It's fine, kid. He's the brain and I'm the brawn. Is that a nice way of saying that you're brave and he isn't? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Hey. All right, I'll handle. Why is that thing covered in delicious puffed rice cereal? Tabulation complete. Delicious puffed rice cereal. Not a threat. Well, this should be easy enough. Matt, that thing's got to be 700 pounds if it's an ounce. How do you expect... Remember when I got that training in the mysterious East? I learned a technique that turns an opponent's strength against him. Sounds like a bunch of hooey to me. No, Mr. Al. I've seen him use it. All right. I guess we'll just sit and watch. Hey, this delicious puff right cereal ain't bad. All right, I'm going to clean your clockwork, you... Tabulating. What are you... Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Damn it. Move. I can't use your momentum against you if you don't have any. Tabulating. Hold. The line, please. You gotta be kidding me. Hold the line, please. <sighs> Tabulation complete. Suggested move. Kick to the head. Not sure I'd call that a kick. Your leg's not gonna be at head level until, let's see. Tabulating. About three minutes. Ah, nuts to this. Where the heck are you going? Hold the line, please. What's he doing now, Mr. Al? Is he gonna get his gyrograph? His atom dynamo or wrench, apparently. Alright, use. Jeepers, you killed him! Well, I knocked his head off. Can't believe I made fun of you for whacking things with a wrench and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, have a look at this thing. Tabulating. Oh, come on. He's like a chicken with his. Was his body chopped off? Yeah, that's pretty much right. So what do you make of this thing? Not like any contraption I've ever seen before, and I've seen them all. I think we're gonna go have to ask the Colonel. Oh, about that, Mr. Al. Yeah? I came here last week to check up on you guys, see what adventures you were up to, so I could go tell the Sarcastiers at our next meeting, and the twist in his office... Dottie, what did we tell you? Sorry. The dame in his office... That's better. She said the Colonel's away on important business right now. Well, Mr. Al, you're the officer here. What does that mean, anyway? Well, it means he gets a fancy uniform and gets to tell people what to do, and I work for a living. Well, first order of business. I could really stand to get off these pylons. They're dangerous. And how? Come on, Dottie. Holy jeepers. What's this place? Tabulating. Dottie, you mind throwing this thing in your knapsack? Sure thing, Mr. Al. This place, Dottie, is the teleportation chamber. Holy crow! Where are we going? I know a lot of high-tech gadgets, but I don't know from robots. I know somebody who does, hang on, though. Hang on, you just asked Dottie to put that robot head into her. Cram it. Are we taking the kid with us? Sure, I don't see why not. Dottie, you want to come on an adventure with us? Mr. Al, do you mean it? Sure do. Now, everyone climb into a teleport chamber. Just adjust the settings like so, and... No, no, seriously, where are we going? Well, you'll find out in just a second. <laughs> We went all the way to... So, Matt and Algar, welcome to the mysterious East. Well, now who the hell Silence. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Inscrutable Danger, only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast.
The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Today's episode, Inscrutable Danger. on an adventure with us? Mr. Al, do you mean it? Sure do. Now, everyone climb into a teleport chamber. Just adjust the settings like so, and... No, no, seriously, where are we going? Well, you'll find out in just a second. Cheapers? <coughs> oh, we went all the way to... So, Matt and Algar, welcome to the mysterious east. Well, now who the hell Silence. Is... Silence? Well, that doesn't bode well. The only people who say silence like that are evil overlords. What? No, no, I just have a headache. There, you see? This guy's on the up and up. He's our robot expert. We call him the Extra Celestial. How's tricks, EC? I still don't trust him. I mean, look at him. Don't be such a coward. Mr. Matt's not a coward, and boy, are we whispering. Because uh, our guy has a headache. Why are you whispering? We have no secrets here in the Mysterious East. Oh yeah? Then why do you call it the Mysterious East then? And why did you say silence? Silence! I don't trust this guy. This is our robot factory. Horses! Look at all the metal men! They are robots. We make the robots here. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Of course. What would you expect a robot to say? What exactly do you make these robots for anyway? It's funny you should ask that. Yeah, it's a real riot. Knock it off. It is an interesting question, though, and it leads us to... These robots are for sale. Anyone who wants to buy them for... Whatever purpose may be. Who needs a robot apart from people trying to cause trouble? We do not pass moral judgment. We just sell a fine product. And we provide technical support for the product as well. What's technical support? It's a very lucrative business here in the mysterious East. Al, why are you winking at that camera? Oh, sorry. I thought I saw somebody I knew in that group of tourists. Can we please just ask this person what we came here to ask him so we can get out of here? Uh-huh. You see, what do you make of this? Is this one of yours? Dottie, hand me the robot. Oh. Where's Dottie? Ah, well, I'm sure she'll turn up. Look at knapsack. Here's our fella. Tabulating. Uh-huh. So, do you make these here? Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Ah, yes, yes, yes. We do make these here. Come, come, come. I'll show you where we manufacture them. That's really not, We, uh, we just wanted to know you if... You go that way. I'll be right back. I think you may have misunderstood the question. Ugh, of course he did. You can't trust these. Seriously, you're embarrassing what, in front of the other half-built robots? Where did your extra-oriental... Celestial... Whatever. Where did he even go? You seem to have failed in your mission, my little friend. Tabulating. Tabulate all you like, but I can save you the time. You were supposed to kill Matt and Algar, and you did not. Horses. Mr. Matt was right. This guy's up to no good. I better keep following him. That looks like the Colonel. But it can't be. Double on the factory floor, old bean. I'm afraid not, Colonel. That's him, all right. This robot that we sent to blow up their Zeppelin failed. It's a blimp. Wait, no, I think it's a Zeppelin. Jeepers, I don't even remember now. Oh, the rotten thing didn't even explode. Tabulating. Oh, it did, it did. But they escaped. 
defeated the robot and then came here. Tabulating. Will you switch that bloody thing off? Thank you. Well, my inscrutable compadre, it's a good thing they've come to a place that's teeming with the things. We can finish the job. Oh no! I gotta warn Mr. Matt and Mr. Al. Listen, I told you. I took fight training from these people. These people? Yes, these people that we're talking about. And I don't trust them. They just seem too wily. How did I get mixed up with such a cow? Oh, hi, Dottie. I knew we didn't need to worry about you. It's those robots you gotta worry about, Mr. Al. They're all about to army together and... See? Do you see? Mr. Al, before you two get us out of this, and I know you will, can you tell me something? If it's how we're going to get us out of this. Yeah, kid, we appreciate your faith in us, but I'm not sure we can do that. Why do you keep calling Mr. Matt a coward? Oh, that. I don't mean it in the sense of being scared of something. I mean it in the sense of him hating people for being different. But of course he's Mr. Al. Everyone is different. If you hate everyone, doesn't that make you a missing... A mis... Uh, I believe the word you are looking for is misanthrope. It's the hatred of all humans. Which my robots are programmed to have, so goodbye, Matt and Alvar. I told you! No, Mr. Matt, he's working for... The Colonel! Colonel, down here! Uh, sir, we could use a bit of saving right now if it's not too much trouble. He's... he's just walking away! Oh, he even remembers at this point. He ordered it exploded. The colonel? That colonel? Our boss of 12 years? That doesn't seem right at all. I sure can't wait to see how you're going to rescue us. Me too. Is that a robot with a jetpack? We haven't ridden jetpacks in weeks. I miss jetpacks. I'm pretty sure we're better than this thing. thing. Now who's the coward? Horses! You stopped us! Who are you? Do you have a headache too? No, I, I don't even have a proper head. I just don't like children. He's right, he doesn't have a proper head. I mean, he has a robot head, but it has... A human brain inside. Ugh. You must come with me. We have to catch your colonel before he escapes. Climb on! All three of us? I had only planned on bringing the two of you, but... Yes, if the child must come too, I suppose so. Now, climb on as best you can. Whoever we get a jetpacking into here, what makes you think you'd be any better getting us out? I guess that big human brain is what makes him think it, Mr. Matt. <laughs> It's the Colonel! You can let us down now! Well, I can try. Here we go. Well, there's an old pilot saying, any crash you can walk away from is a good one. Seeing as we walked away from about two crashes today, I'd beg to differ. There he goes! He's running for the teleportation chamber. After him! Looks like he headed back to HQ. Come on, guys. I am also coming with you. Good, fine, whatever. <laughs> He's running back out to the gantries. I gotta admit, this beats chasing a metal man. Yeah, he's a bit of a coward. He's headed for that Zeppelin. Or blimp, possibly. Wait, there was another one of those up here? Not anymore, there isn't. Boy, he's really taking off in that thing. 
Come on, guys, there's a biplane here I think we can all squeeze into. Let's go. Train how to fly one of these things? Fly? Yes. Land? Also, yes. Pilot, after all. You're not tired or hungry, are you, Dottie? No, sir. We're on an adventure. I'm focused on the mission. Atta girl. You just flying into those dark clouds. You sure you want to, uh... Not entirely sure, but we're in this for the long haul now. Sheesh. Big girl. Looks like the colonel just got hit by lightning. going down. Roger. And now it looks like we've also been hit by lightning. Can you fix it? Of course I can fix it. Hold on, then. I'm going to bring us into that patch of jungle there. This is great! I think I'm going to soil do I even want to know what that would entail? Okay, I'll just set her down by this... Brontosaurus. Jeepers! Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Prisoners of Science, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Flyboy adventurers Matt and Algar were betrayed by their superior officer, the Colonel, who hired a robot from the mysterious East to destroy their Zeppelin, along with their 11-year-old sidekick, Dottie, and a robot with a human brain who rescued them from certain doom, they chased the colonel to a distant jungle. Their biplane damaged by a lightning strike, the foursome have set down in the jungle for repairs, only to find a prehistoric creature waiting for them. And now, today's episode, Valley of the Brontosaurus. How are none of you the least bit concerned that there's a giant extinct monster standing on 20 meters in front of us? Uh, hand me the spanner. What, the wrench? No, that's a wrench. That's a spanner. Here you go. And that is a ratchet. Dottie, how many feet are... Well, what was that? I think the metal brain man passed out. Yeah, that's a damn shame. Dottie, how many feet is 20 meters? About 65, Mr. Al. Right! Now tell me why that extinct monster isn't bothering us, even though she's only about 65 feet away from us. Because she's a herbivore. Got it in one. How are the repairs coming, Mr. Matt? Well, kid... I gotta give Mr. Al credit for setting us down as softly as he could, what with the lightning strike and the dinosaur and all. He's a great pilot, there's no question. But I think it'd be easier if you were over here handing me tools and st- Dottie, what on earth spooked that dinosaur? They look like some kind of... lizard men, Mr. Matt. <laughs> and they don't look happy. There's only two of them. I bet you guys could take- Oh. Put down your weapon and step away from the aircraft. What, this? This is just a spanner. Or a wrench. They're the same thing. No, they are not. Silence! Is that why your friend isn't talking? You silenced him into submission? Because I gotta tell you, that'd be the first time I've ever seen that actual- <coughs> Now, you're coming with us, or my partner will obliterate this little girl. Dottie, spell obliterate. O-B-L- I... Silence! Come on, Mac. She's a growing girl. She needs some... <coughs> Don't make us force you at Trident Point. You're not even carrying Tridents. Silence! Chuck, 
Get that robot thing as well. Yes, I know it's heavy. Yes, I see that it has a human brain. Just... Oh, I'll get the robot. You keep an eye on these three. And if any of them tries anything, kill them all. Uh, I'd be careful. That thing is kind of... Oh, good God, this thing is heavy. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Prisoners of Science, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Hi, gang. If you want to be a sarcastier like me, it's easy. Just go to sarcasticvoyage.com and click on the button mark store. We'll send you a window cling, a numbered badge, and your very own decoder ring. You can use it to decode messages from Mr. Matt and Mr. Al to get all kinds of extra goodies. And it's all only five simoleons. That's five dollars to you. Five dollars was a lot of money back now, but it's nothing to you future people. So join the sarcastiers today. Take it from the club president. It's aces. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, Matt and Algar have managed to track a saboteur to a mysterious jungle populated by dinosaurs and lizard men. But then they, their sidekick Dottie, and a robot who's following them around for some reason, were captured by those same lizard men. And now, today's episode, Prisoners of Science! We're hanging in a dungeon, in chains, again. We do seem to be in this position an awful lot. Your position is enviable from where I hang. Horses? He's upside down. How are you doing over there, Dottie? Oh, I'm okay. When you two told me about all the times you've been captured and thrown into dungeons, it sounded kind of fun, in an adventure kind of way. It's not actually much fun at all, though. Well, the good news is they never leave us hanging here for very long. There's always a guy who comes in and... And there he is. Oh, now what? Well, I can see this guy's deal from here. Hey, nice lab coat, are you planning... Ow! One day you'll learn to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I doubt it, Mr. Matt. Listen to me carefully. We have a lot of information to exchange, but I can't abide lengthy conversations. So, you will have three sentences no more than two clauses each, to explain to me why you are here and who you are. Horses, that was an awfully long sentence for somebody who doesn't like lengthy conversations. Silence. I'm starting to say why you hate hearing that word so much. Right? Okay, three sentences. Now you have one. We are adventurers, comma, who, comma, with our sidekick and some robot who started following us around. Hey. I told you I was coming with you, and you said, I quote, Sure, whatever. Actually, that was me who said that, and I regretted it almost immediately. Believe me, if I could get to my jetpack, I most certainly wouldn't still be hanging. Silence! You, black leather bejacketed one, you have half a sentence left. Make it count. Thanks for buying me some time, guys. This is hard. For you, undoubtedly. Are trying to track down... Our superior officer, comma, who appears to have tried to kill us recently. Ow! I said two clauses. Yeah, maybe you should have asked me. Or even the kid. Dottie, do you know what a clause is? I sure do. It's like a sentence inside a sentence with its own verb and subject. Sign? Actually, that's a very smart little girl you have there. Thank you. I owe it all to Mr. Matt and Mr. Owl. I don't know who that is. I can only assume they're the people hanging here. 
I'm a person too. Not for my purposes, you aren't. Coward. Now it's my turn. I'm a scientist who turns normal humans into lizard men. You met my two, uh... Oh, son of a... I need to tend to something. Stay here, please. Hmm. I think that's a new record. For what, Mr. Matt? For Al being punched. He only got it twice from that guy. Twice so far. Touché. Oh, Matt, you speak French. Hmm? Oh, of course you do. You're Canadian. Well, yes, but I... Aha, oui, oui. Vive la France. I have no idea what that means. I don't think it means anything, Mr. Matt. What? I'm a continental fellow. Parlez-vous les bonbons? Voulez-vous couches avec moi? I think I could do with a few punches about now. You know, they're really not that bad. Well, that can't be good. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Queen of the Reluctant Lizard Men. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt as themselves. Our story so far Matt, Algar, Dottie, and the robot are currently prisoners of a scientist who turns people into lizard men. The scientist recently stormed out in an angry rage and returns to the dungeon now to enact his revenge. And now, today's story, Queen of the Reluctant Lizard People. There's this thing, I can't believe it. What? Oh, boy, dames. Ah! What's the trouble? Hmm? Oh. This self-proclaimed queen claims that I'm stealing her subjects and subjecting them to experiments in which I transform them into lizard men. Dottie, what was unusual about that sentence? He used the word subject as a noun and a verb. Ah, what was that for? Eh, you were close. So anyway, she, uh, that is to say the queen, not your Dottie here, keeps having my lizard men dragged away and leaving these notes... Uh, stop taking my subjects and subjecting them to experiments in which you transform them into lizard men. Signed, Her Royal Majesty, blah, blah, blah. So she just leaves you those notes? She doesn't even... She doesn't even anything. She just keeps taking them back and leaving those notes. It's utterly ridiculous. I'll say. Well, there's only one thing to do. Mind your wrists, Dottie. Metal man, let me just pry off your ankles. Hey, you, uh, forgot us. Yeah, I mean, you know, good that you let the girl down. The metal man I don't care so much about, but... I do have feelings, you know. It's time to take bold measures. I'm sending you two on an important mission. Horses! I can't do that! It's a very easy mission. Also, you don't have a choice. I will go willingly. I love missions. Uh Uh-huh, fine, sure, whatever. Now, I want you to take this note... I wonder why that desk was in here. Take this to the queen. And then watch your face when she reads the note. We'll do it. Will we? It's okay, Dottie. We'll work this out. Of course you will. They probably won't. 
I am going to turn them into lizard people now. A child and a robot are of no use to me. I'm 11 years old, thank you. And that robot is of no use to anyone. Silence! Silence! I knew I'd like you. Uh, the feeling is... Yes, and now I am returning your jetpack. Here is a map to the Queen's Palace. Give her the note, and then... Uh, uh, say thank you, uh, and uh, then come back here, I guess. This isn't a very well-thought-out plan, Mr. Scientist. I have a name, you know. Well, you never told us. See what your economy of exposition brings? <laughs> you go on ahead, Dottie. We'll be all right. Ow. Sure they will. They'll just be lizard men is all. And then you can all go free and show the world what Dr. Greg is capable of. Is that you? Yes. We're gonna... Yeah, we really should be. Just... Mm. Climb on. Hey, don't start that thing in here. Shouldn't we wait until we get outside to turn the jet... Horses? Do you even know how to use that thing? I'm afraid the instruction manual got burned when I... Turned on the jetpack the first time. Of course it did. I think that's the palace he was... It is indeed my palace. And these are my guards. What business is it of yours, little girl? I am not a little girl. And I wasn't talking to you, so that works out nicely. What is it you have there? What, my jetpack? No, you fool! That paper! It can't be! Ah! It is! I'll show him! I'll write the harshest letter yet! He will feel the wrath of my pen! Horses! Silence! Well, you have to admit, this is a change of scenery. Oh, sure! Chained up in a science lab instead of chained up in a dungeon. Where did scientists get off to, anyway? Were you not listening at all? Listen, we all play our part. Getting repeatedly punched while the villain gives his stupid speeches is yours, looking for a way to escape his mind. Well... The thing about that is, and I don't want you to take this as too harsh a criticism, but we haven't escaped yet. The reason he dragged us in here and is currently standing behind that giant lead shield is that he's about to turn us into... Lizard men. Well, nuts to this. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Enter the Dinosaur Puncher. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Ron Algar-Watt and Matt Robotham as themselves. Our story so far, Matt and Algar have been transformed into lizard men after a series of events involving a mad scientist and an angry queen. We join them now as they make their daring escape from the mad scientist's castle into the dense jungle that surrounds it. And now, today's episode. Enter the Dinosaur Puncher! Keep moving, he can't be far behind. I'm doing my best. I think there's a reason you don't see most lizards running. Oh yeah, what about salamanders? I don't feel very salamanderish. How about you? There's our plane. Now let's haul scaly tail out of here. So no then? No what? No, you don't feel very salamanderish? I don't know. Sure. Maybe a bit more Gila monstery? I don't have time for reptilian self-reflection right now. You can't really navel gaze when you don't have a navel. They took my navel? 
I got this thing fixed enough to get us airborne before we got captured. You think you can fly it? These hands, I don't... Of course I can. I can fly anything. Are you sure? I mean, we could find No, another... no, no, no. I'm a great pilot. Let's get out of here. Contact! Am I supposed to do something right now? What is Clear that prop. Even... I'm inside the plane. I'm clear of Roger, the... turning on thing. It's a good thing this transformation hasn't affected your mind. Pulling flap doodle, making wheels turn. Hey, my mind is just fine. I'm so tired of delivering these letters. Every time that queen says she'll let us go after we deliver one more to the scientist. And then he says we're free to go after horses. There goes Mr. Matt and Mr. Al. But they wouldn't leave me here, would they, Mr. Robot? I'm not actually a robot. I'm... Horses! That scientist turned them into lizard men. He did say that's what he was going to do. Well, here we are. What news from that horrible woman? Never mind that horrible woman. What did you do to Mr. Matt and Mr. Al? I told you I was going to turn them into lizard men. And that's what I did. That's just what I told her. Silence! You continue to impress me, little girl. You turn my friends back into men. They are men. They're just also lizards. That's the genius of it. There goes their plane. And it's being chased by a pterodactyl. This just keeps getting worse and worse. Ooh, are they? Let me just finish this letter. And I'll have a look. This is exciting. They're going to be killed. Unlikely. Lizards have an extraordinary survival instinct. Well, okay. I guess we'll deliver your stupid letter. But this is the last time. Of course. Of course. Because this letter will finally make her understand. I don't want to alarm you too much, but there's a pterodactyl on our six. Which one is my six? All my lizard brain wants to think about is fighting and mating. What a strange thing for a pilot to say. I see it now. It's probably going to kill us. I feel a strong urge to run away. Stronger than I usually would, I think. That thing... Whoa, 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 whoa! What? Uh, You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Oh, okay. Hello, boys. Can you land that plane? I can barely fly it at all with these hands. So that's a no, then. I'm gonna say no. No, probably not. Right. Climb on here, then. Climb. From this moving airplane to the back of that surprisingly tame pterodactyl, upon which you have placed a saddle. You got it. All right. All right, Al, now you. How'd you know his name was Al? Quiet. Not this again. No, this is a very delicate operation. Seriously, be quiet a minute. All right. Here I go. You got here just in time. Our plane would have crashed if I'd stayed in it much longer. I think it crashed because you weren't in it anymore. Who are you, lady? They call me the Dinosaur Puncher. Who does? People. People call me that. I'll call you that. So, Dinosaur Puncher. Are you going to chain us up in a dungeon and yell silence at us? Should I get ready to be punched now or maybe... Quiet! Oh, that's not really the same at all. I'm an agent of M-U-C-U-S, like you two. We really need to get a better acronym. I was assigned to this patch of jungle some time ago, 
and I never heard from the agency again. So I sort of adapted, made it my home. It's nice here, except... Mr. Matt, Mr. Al, I hope you're okay, I'm delivering... Except for that jackass queen and that scientist who keeps turning people into lizard men, which, let me guess, he did to you two. She's smart. I know who you are, I've read your files. You're Matt and Algar, or you used to be before you got turned into lizard men. But we can't be again, right? Right? Yep. The queen has a de-lizarding machine in her castle. It's how she keeps changing her subjects back. So how do we get in there? Oh, that's easy. She doesn't keep the castle locked or anything. There are guards, but I can take them out. I'll just land on the top turret, and then I'll go inside and... And this time I'll show him. I have a whole new kind of letter ready this time. Miss Queen, ma'am, I'd really like to be finished delivering these letters now. My friends seem to be in some kind of trouble, and I'd really like to be... I don't want to be finished at all. I could do this all day. It's nice to feel useful again. Silence! Now. As strongly as I can, yours sincerely, Queen Veronica of the Reluctant Lizard Men. Right. Take this letter. What was that? Alright, I've got the guards. You two head for that room over there. That's the lab. That room. Got it. Come on, Al. You know, maybe I'll just stay a lizard man. This isn't so... Oh, thank goodness. The deal is lizarding machine. Me first! Doesn't really matter to me who goes first as long as... Al, be careful. Careful with what? This thing is simple. Look at this. I'm the knob to human. Step into this chamber and pull this lever. I think you're pulling too hard. Also, I think you should push it. Also, I think there's a fly inside that chamber. Maybe you should just stay in... Who's the pilot here? I know what I'm... Al, are you all right? Talk to me. I think I may have broken the machine. Tune in again for our next exciting installment. Beastman of the Amazon, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Separated from their sidekick Dottie, Matt and Algar find themselves transformed into lizard men by a mad scientist. With the help of the dinosaur puncher, they attempt to find a cure for their condition. Meanwhile, Dottie and her annoying robot companion have been enlisted into service of a mad scientist, and an even madder queen. And now, today's episode, Beastmen of the Amazon. Well, that's just great. Now I'm a horse. And I'm still a lizard. I assumed this was the case, but thank you for updating me. Boy, being a horse has made you awfully crabby. <laughs> that feels like it should be some kind of pun. Doesn't it just? Who is that? I can't back up to see. I think that's just an urban legend. It's the dinosaur puncher. Gentlemen, did you... Oh, I guess you didn't. Not as such, no. Oh, and I can turn around. Good for me. Anyone got an apple to reward me with? Can't you just go back through the machine? Yeah, about that. Whatever we did, it's broken. And it's real broken, too. This is the only delizarding machine I know of in this valley. But I may know where to find another one. 
can't leave here without Dottie. My lizard senses tell me that she's been flying back and forth between the Queen's Palace and that scientist's castle for days now. What? The metal man and that little girl? They have been doing that for days now. Poor saps got roped into that ridiculous letter-writing war. What lizard powers? You don't have any lizard powers. Why don't those two just sort out their business face-to-face? I have absolutely no idea. This thing has been going on since before I showed up here two years ago. Hey, so, uh, you ever actually punch dinosaurs? Sometimes. Doesn't really get me any closer to snagging their pelts or their delicious dinosaur meat. Maybe it's my lizard brain talking, but I'm a little nauseous about the idea of eating dinosaurs. You can stop telling us about your lizard everything anytime now. You don't hear me going on about being a horse. I told you, I have lizard ears. I can barely hear anything. I think you both need to focus here. Priority one, get you both cured. Priority two, find... Oh, uh, Dottie. Thank you, Dottie. Find Dottie. Priority three, track down the colonel. You know about the colonel? Of course. I worked for him for eight years. And that little man has some things to answer for. Hey, we think that too. In theory, all we should have to do is wait somewhere between the castle and the palace. Dottie will pass overhead eventually. Then we can just flag her down. I wonder how effectively I could do that with my little lizard arms. Oh, my little lizard foot! There! Now take this letter back to that... that crumbum! I've surely defeated him this time! I really don't think that I sh- Silence! Come on, robot, let's go. You know, I'm not even a robot. Okay. Aren't you the least bit curious who I am? What my name is even? Anything? Not really, no. But it's fascinating. Mr. Matt and Mr. Al told me never to listen to a stranger's backstory. Yes, but they're not here now. And you're going to listen. I wonder how far I'd fall if I just let go now. The man you met at the robot factory was my younger brother. We call him the Lesser Celestial. But Mr. Al called him the Extra Celestial. Dang it, I don't want to talk about this. Just concentrate on flying straight. As the elder child of our family, the title of Extra Celestial falls to me. But he stole my factory and deposed me. Apparently, nobody can tell us apart. I think we're coming up on the scientist's castle. I don't think we look anything alike. Anyway, instead of just killing me, he stuck my brain inside this robot body. So now, assuming the identity of the lesser celestial, I am sworn to... Horses! Do you ever shut up? Don't you want to know what I am sworn to do? No! Oh. Okay. Well, here we are, I guess. Horses. Finally. (laughs) Yes! Who is it? Oh. Dottie. And... The robot man. I'm not actually a robot. What is it? Has she finally conceded? Can we finally put this matter to rest so that I can resume my lizard man experiments? We don't read other people's mail, Mr. Greg. Dr. Greg. But I didn't get the impression that she's going to give in this time. I mean, she didn't give in any of the other times. I'll wear her down eventually. My notes are unparalleled in there decisive for finalness. Can I ask you a question? Ah, yes, you may. Do you really need us to keep carrying these letters back and forth? Well, I'm not going to look that woman in the face. She is a retrievist abductrix and a hater of lizards. Right. 
that's what she told us about you, too. But isn't there some way that you can just... No, I don't... no. Well, I mean, we built this pneumatic tube system years ago, but uh, but no, no. She's a hater of science. Besides, it's uh, missing a, uh, a thingy. Uh, a dynamo electroprocessor. Is that like a brain? <laughs> Is that like a brain, <laughs> you clever little girl? No, it's nothing like that. Yes, of course, we could we could technically use a human brain uh, to replace it. That would do the same thing, but uh, no. Wait. I think I have an answer for you, Dr. Greg. Why are you both looking at me like that? Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Singing Cowboy, only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, Matt and Algar have, through mishaps of science, been transformed into a lizard man and a horse, respectively. With the help of the dinosaur puncher, they have escaped a strange, passive-aggressive jungle war. We join them now as they are reunited with their sidekick Dottie and a robot with whom she arrived. And now, today's episode, The Ballad of the Singing Cowboy. Dottie, can you tell me why you and that robot are now apparently best pals? Well, cheapers, Mr. Matt. When that scientist guy removed its human brain... They killed him? Oh, no. He put the brain into his new... His... Pneumatic? Thank you. His pneumatic tube machine. He had a way to keep sending those letters back and forth to that dumb old queen. Which meant they could let me go. And it also meant that this robot reverted back to the way it was before they shoved that brain in there. So now he's just Tabulating. a robot again. What was the story with that brain anyway? <laughs> Horses, Mr. Al. I can never get used to you being... <laughs> well, I can't say I didn't see that one coming. So this big guy's your friend now, huh? He sure is. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. He does sound more pleasant than that last one we ran into. <laughs> He's the Mark II, Mr. Horse Al. Nice to have one of those on our side for a change. Okay, so, strategy time. You sure it isn't food time? <laughs> I'll see if I can find you an apple, Mr. Al. Or some oats. <laughs> Dottie, you're lucky I love you like a little sister. It is pretty funny that you want to eat apples and not delicious since... Nothing. Never mind. Strategy, fellas. The way I see it, we have two priorities. Chase down the colonel and get you two cured. As it happens, I know how to do both those things. Oh, thank goodness. But it's going to involve us splitting up. Great, so I'll just get on Al's back and... Like fun you will, bub. I'm the pilot here. I believe the colonel found the MUCUS base on the far side of the jungle. I suspect he hopped a teleport tube there to... Who knows where, but we can probably find out. Dottie, honey, please stop pulling my tail. Sorry, Mr. Horse Al. As for a de-lizarding machine... And a de-horsing machine as well, right? A de-everything machine, actually. <sighs> Tabulation complete. <laughs> okay, that was pretty funny. 
So, where's this machine? Underground, in a highly advanced city guarded by an ancient civilization. Now that sounds like an adventure. Yeah, it does. So, Dottie, you and Matt will take my hot air balloon. Seems like something Matt can operate even with his stupid lizard hands. Hey! Hey, where? <laughs> and since we'll be staying in the jungle, I'll take Al looking for the colonel. Why do you need to stay in the jungle so badly? I have six more dinosaurs to punch and my book is full of stamps. I hate having unfinished business. These dinosaurs, they don't eat horses, do they? Some of them probably don't. So where are we going? Take this map. Matt's senses are probably getting more lizard-like as time goes on, so I'm gonna have to trust you to follow the map and meet our agent at these coordinates. Can do, Miss Dinosaur Puncher. Who is this agent? His name is the Singing Cowboy. Horses? Why do they call him that? Well... Well, I pledge my life to fighting little man from Mars Now I'm cleaning tumbleweeds out from my guitar Are you the singing cowboy? She wasn't kidding about your senses, Mr. Matt. Lizards don't have very good singing cowboy detection powers. Lizards, eh? I was once a man! He was... Right, what he said. This is Mr. Matt. Agent of M-U-C-U-S. We really do need to get a better acronym. What's your name, little lady? I'm Dottie, and this is my robot. Tabulating. Ma'am? Robot? I reckon y'all won't help getting your friend here back to normal. Two friends, actually. My friend Mr. Al is on a different adventure, and he got turned into a... a horse. Horses. <laughs> Horses! Uh, Y'all will be wanting my help to enter the underground city of Subteropolis, which, as it happens, is right here below my wreck. Jeepers. That's a funny place to put an ancient city. Well, that's what I think, too. But the evil queen, she ain't quite laughing about it as much as we are. Oh, good. Another evil queen. I can't actually go down there myself, but I'll give y'all directions. And if you get into any trouble, you just haul tail. Uh, hey. Sorry. Uh, you just hightail it. Uh, uh, come on, man. Uh, uh, all right. You just run real fast back to my ranch, and I'll do everything I can to help you. Why can't you go down there? Uh, well, uh, me and that queen, uh, we kind of used to date. Things between us is a uh, little weird now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a singing cowboy is sending a lizard man, an 11-year-old girl, and a robot into an underground city below his ranch. And that's the weird part. I reckon. Uh, now, y'all listen carefully. Here's the directions you'll need to follow to get there. All right, now. Well, you swing your partner left But you actually take a right Turn 45 degrees At the stalagmite Might not tight now If you need more information About these pointy rock formations Just consult cut six on my prior compilation. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Radium Furnaces of Subteropolis, only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast.
The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, Matt, Dottie, and Dottie's new robot companion have separated from Al and the Dinosaur Puncher. Hoping to find a cure for Matt and Al's hideous transformation, and on the advice of a singing cowboy, they descend towards a highly advanced underground city. And now, today's adventure, the Radium Furnaces of Subteropolis. Horses, Mr. Matt. Was that the fastest you've ever been chained up in a dungeon before? Not even close. Horses! What did we even do this time? Weren't you listening, Mr. Matt? I can't find my ears anymore. That guard told us I that told we should... I told you to prepare for the standard radium bath that welcomes every new arrival to Granite's dad. Horses? I thought it was called Subteropolis. Silence! Do not utter the name that our accursed enemies, the Stalactitans, have used to profane our city. Okay. How can we tell the two of you apart? Don't be a coward. We stalagmitans stick to the floor like any sensible gravity-fearing rock people. Those things think they're too good for the floor, always dangling from the ceiling. You never know where you stand with them. Okay. Enough backstory, rich though it is. Time for your radium bath. Will my robot be safe? Tabulating. Of course. No one's ever died from radium. Well, his story checks out. I'm ready. Excellent. I'll just be behind this lead shield wearing these very thick goggles and protective gloves. Mr. Matt, do you think the reason that nobody's died from radium is that they're all made of rock? You know, that's some good thinking, Dottie. Might want to work on your timing, though. All right, Bill. Hit it. (coughs) Now I'm all tingly, and my pigtails are glowing. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Horses, Mr. Matt. You're not lizardy anymore. I'm not? Let me try something. She sells, she sells by the she four. Oh, you're right! That was terrible. Terribly unsibilant. Well, now you're just making up words. Well coddited, my stalactite friend. Such a coward. Tune in again for our next exciting installment on the Trail of the Colonel. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Separating from the rest of the group, Al and the Dinosaur Puncher head deep into the jungle to track down the apparently traitorous colonel. We join them now as they approach their latest lead, an abandoned MUCUS base. And now, today's episode, on the Trail of the Colonel. I still say I could have swum across the moat. But you're still a horse. Horses can swim. I've seen it. Recently. Uh, that's my two-way wrist radio. Can you answer that? I don't have a wrist. Hello? Matt? It's Matt. Tell him I'm still a horse. He says he's still a... Oh, you heard. Oh, you do? What is he... You can? Is he saying... You did? Matt, can you... But what is he... That's great news. Is he talking about it? Is there a thing? I that... will. Can I follow? They are. Well, what? What is it? Shh. Well, they are. Tell me. Silence. I mean, uh. Oh, we're done. Okay, bye, Matt. What did he say? Great news. Are you sitting down? Oh, right. Well, good news. Matt's not a lizard man anymore. He's just a regular man. Good old regular Matt. And he knows how to change you back. 
All we need is some radium. Well, any civilized structure is lousy with radium. It's a miracle substance. Why, there's some right here in this pantry full of rations, right next to the delicious puffed rice cereal. So while I chew on this multifunctional wonder element, why don't you tell me about this dinosaur punching business? It sounds vaguely fascinating, and I feel like I hardly even know you. It's about time you asked. I thought we were going to be talking about you all day. I have real human problems, almost none of which involve possibly being turned into glue. Coward. Surely remember the war between the prehistoric mammals and the dinosaurs. Sure, what schoolboy didn't learn about that? Dottie Wind- Oh, right. I miss Dottie. We all miss Dottie. So, anyway, I was a major in the Sabertooth Tiger Brigade when I lost my husband. Those dinosaur bastards. If only! No, this was friendly fire. He was suffocated by a traitorous woolly mammoth. Poor bastard was cuddled to death. That's... tragic? Yes! Okay. So that's all. Shouldn't you be punching woolly mammoths then and not dinosaurs? No, I punch both. But dinosaur puncher is a rank. How long have you been in MUCUS? It goes Sergeant Major, Sergeant Major, Dinosaur Puncher. I was hoping to retire as Dinosaur Kicker- Hey, sorry to interrupt. Two important pieces of information have become relevant. First, I'm not a horse anymore. Also, I found the Colonel, and he's dead. I guess that's three important pieces of information. Okay. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Adrift in the Magma Sea, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our stories so far, Dottie, her robot, and Matt have entered the subterranean city of Granitestad. Bathed in cleansing radium, Matt has transformed from his ravening lizard man form back into a human. And now, today's exciting adventure, Adrift in the Magma Sea. So, where are we going now? I'm taking you to the capital, to meet our queen. Oh, and, uh... Silence. Right. Well, that killed a bit of time. Here we are. Horses? Is that your queen? Isn't she beautiful? Okay. She has to be 50 feet tall. How many inches is 50 feet, Dottie? 3,000. Silence! I'd ruffle your hair, but it's still glowing. I said silence! They can hear me, right? Yes, your majesty, of course they can. Guys, shut up. Horses? She dated the singing cowboy? Oh, no. Who dares speak the name that is cursed by our people? The sworn enemy of the state of Granistan. The greatest criminal the underworld society has ever known. The singing cowboy. Even all scary like that, he sounds kind of nice. Silence. He broke our queen's heart. What, with a sledgehammer? I thought I heard impudence. Is that impudence I hear down there? No, your majesty. We're just talking about, uh, sledgehammers. Okay. So, why did you bring us here? Why have you brought them before me? Horses, that's what I said. What? Is this more impudence? No. No, really. Why are we here? It's customary for all visitors to pay tribute to the queen by performing a labor. Now, I'm Canadian. That's labor with a U, right? We're not uncivilized. What kind of a labor? What? They want to know what kind of labor they're being asked to perform. Oh, that. Mm. 
Well, you mentioned sledgehammers. You could go and get our sledgehammer back from the accursed Slack Titans. They borrowed it and never gave it back, the swine. Or... Yes, I'd like to hear the or. You don't want to hear the or. Just take the sledgehammer thing. I want to hear what else we can do. You really don't. What are they saying? (sighs) They want to know what else they can do. Yes, of course. You can either retrieve our wayward sledgehammer or win this centuries-old war for us. Okay. Okay. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Automaton of Deception, only on the Sarcastic Voids podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, Algar and the Dinosaur Puncher have tracked their seemingly traitorous superior officer, the Colonel, to an abandoned base deep in the jungle. We join them now as their quest reaches an abrupt ending. And now, today's episode, Automaton of Deception. It's the Colonel, and he's dead. Yeah, I know. I heard. I don't know. The way you reacted with okay seemed kind of non-committal. Okay. I just thought you might have a little more invested in this is all. I do. We haven't had a traitor in our midst since the founding of MUCUS. I wanted some answers out of that man. I always wanted to ask him why Colonel wasn't pronounced colonel. Only that corpse there isn't a corpse at all. It's a robot. How can you tell? Well, the real Colonel didn't have tiny sparks coming out of his brain. Yeah, I... I think I remember that about him, so this means that- It means that this isn't the colonel, and that maybe the person that blew up your dirigible- Blimp. The person who blew up your airship fled to the mysterious east, doubled back to MUCUS headquarters, stole another airship, and crash-landed in this jungle, only to be found dead here. Maybe it never was the colonel in the first place. For a dinosaur puncher, you're quite a detective. Simple deduction. Now- Protocol says we should call this in and have a specialist sent on site to look for clues. Great. I have my wrist back, so I can use the old two-way radio. I'll just twist this dial clockwise, and this one also clockwise. This is Field Agent Algar calling M-U-C-U-S. Oh, it's the Colonel's radio. Right. Hmm. So I don't suppose your singing cowboy friend is a forensic pathologist? Not a good one. I don't know from clues, but does this matchbook mean anything? Matchbooks always mean something. Let's have a look. Trident Point Arena. Silence. What? I didn't even say anything. No, here. See? It says silence. Huh. So it does. Are the directions in there? Yes, actually. It's a surprisingly big matchbook. I'll just... Let's see. No, no. Here, hold this. Okay, back up a bit. No, a little more. Okay, now there. It looks like Trident Point is near the South Pole. But we're in Africa. I guess we're going to have to find something that flies. I think I can handle that. (laughs) Really hoping... You had another blimp... Airship. ...out here. Not that we'd have to scale a sheer cliff to find a pterodactyl nest so we could... 
Wait, why are we up here again? These baby pterodactyls are just learning to fly. If we can convince one of them... By punching. Right. If we can convince one of them to fly where we need to go, maybe... Maybe its angry mother won't be able to catch us and kill us? What? Ah, oh, relax. That isn't its mother. It isn't? No, it's its father, which also wants to kill us. What's the difference? He'll just let us plummet to our deaths rather than regurgitating our remains to feed his young. Well, that's a relief. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Hammer Hunt. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, seeking and finding a cure for unwanted animal transformations, Matt, Dottie, and her robot now find themselves between two warring factions deep under the earth. We join them now as they approach the city limits of Subteropolis, home of the gravity-defying stalactitans. And now, today's episode, Hammer Hunt. Horses, Mr. Matt. Something just occurred to me. Mm, what's that, Dottie? Well, we came down here to find a cure for you being a lizard, right? Tabulating. Well spotted. And you're not a lizard anymore. Excellent observational skills. So... Why are we still here? Hmm? That queen sent us to get her sledgehammer back from those stalactitans, but there's no reason for us to do that. Can't we just leave? Well, Dottie, everything you've said makes perfect sense. But let me tell you a little something else that makes perfect sense. Keeping your word. That wasn't a very well-constructed sentence, Mr. Matt. And that is why we keep you around, to keep us honest. And speaking of honesty... Is that what you were speaking of, Mr. Matt? Speaking of honesty, we gave our word to that terrifying 50-foot rock woman back there, and there's one thing an agent of MUCUS never does... You really need to get a better acronym. Silence! Wait, what did you say? Oh, we were just talking about our terrible acronym. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm Dottie. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. And that's my robot. Uh, okay. Hi. Uh, we're looking for a hammer. Oh, you mean the sledgehammer our people borrowed from the stalagmatitans? Sure, it's right over there. Oh. Really? Sure. We keep meaning to take it back, but, you know, we're at war with these guys. It's really awkward. You know, war. Yeah, I can see how that would be kind of weird. <sighs> Here you go. Wow, that's heavy! <clears throat> I can't help thinking that the simple act of returning this hammer might end the centuries of bloodshed. Blood? Really? Oh, no. Not our blood. I mean... The blood shed. I guess you'd just call it a shed. Well, unless it's made out of blood. It isn't. But I could see how that could be confusing. No, they built the blood shed, or shed. Thank you. Over the property line, which was the other major cause of this war. Horses? Couldn't you just get a surveyor down here to measure the property line? Oh, sure. And who's going to pay for that? Me? Him? Who? Oh, I meant the royal him. Our king. The answer is no. You won't pay for it. But you live underground. Can't you just dig up some gold or diamonds? With all this heat and pressure, there must be diamonds. Well spotted, Dottie. That is how diamonds are formed. Oh, we have riches. We have untold riches. I guess I just told you. But usually they're untold. Don't tell anybody I told you about the riches. 
Anyways, it's not a matter of having the money. It's a matter of principle. And hammers. And sheds. You see, our people evolved to walk on what you call the ceiling. That takes a special bond. Like the bond between two neighbors. It's a sacred trust. You check their mail when they're on vacation. They feed your fish when you're away. Is this a metaphor or do you have a fish? Can he even hear us? I think we should just go. But what about all that talk about honoring your word? No, no, you were right the first time. These people are incredibly stupid. Let's, um, let's just go find out. Uh, Dottie, quick question. Did you notice that giant 50-foot tall, clearly starting to warm up death ray when we came in? Yeah, me neither. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Terror Dactyl, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Delicious puffed rice cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, tracking their apparently traitorous superior officer, Al and the Dinosaur Puncher discover his dead body at an abandoned jungle base. Realizing that it isn't his body at all, but the body of a robot double, they pursue a fresh lead, only to be waylaid by impending disembowelment. And now, today's exciting adventure, Terror Dactyl. All right, let's get in standard back-to-back formation. I'll take the daddy pterodactyl, you take the babies. Uh, there's, uh, probably something you should know about me. More backstory? Can it wait till after the fight? See, the thing about that is that There's I... no time. Start punching. Or do you carry a gun? Uh, nope. Well, surely MUCUS issued you some kind of weaponry. The only thing I'm carrying right now is a parachute. I don't see how that's going to... Come on, grab on. I'll just take a giant leaf from this ledge and you're not grabbing on. Are you actually suggesting that I run away from a fight? I'm more informing you that I'm running away from a fight and I'm inviting you to come along. There's no time for this. Pterodactyl, am I sick? Well, it looks like you have things under control here. I'll just be on the ground. Geronimo! I wonder what that was all about. Come here, you! Ah! Take that! One of these! Ugh, I thought she'd read my file. I really didn't want to have the I'm a pacifist conversation again. Oh, what's this now? Ah, of course, apes. I suppose no jungle adventure would be complete without them. And they appear to be carrying guns. Ah! I surrender! I'm not carrying any weapons. Also, if you heard me muttering to myself a minute ago, you'll know I'm a pacifist. You don't understand a word I'm saying, do you? You aren't the usual super intelligent apes we run into in the jungle. You're just regular apes that somehow acquired guns. And whips! Yikes! Okay, just just take it easy. I'm sure we can work out something here. Oh, dinosaur puncher, it's good to... Oh, look out for... Oh, he's gonna... Oh, jeez. Oh, you... Oh, oh, you got it. Yeah. Yes, I have it. No thanks to you. What happened back there? Okay, so I have this philosophy, all right? Is that cannon fire? Maybe, but our more immediate concern is these lions. I don't suppose you're going to be any help there either. If you want me to take a few punches to get them to talk, maybe. <sighs> I thought not. Or if they have any kind of vehicle I can steal, I'm really good at flying things. Can you fly this pterodactyl while I fight off those lions? Would it involve hurting him? What do you think? Ah, well, no then. All right, climb that tree. I'll handle this. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. And there goes our ride. How you've managed to survive in the field for this long is just... Up the tree, now! It's just 
Usually that handles all the punching and I handle the machines. It's not my fault there are no machines in the jungle. Maybe somebody should put them. Oh, great. Uh, hey, Dinosaur Puncher? Yeah, sorry about that. Listen, it's... Well, there appears to be an entire swarm of giant killer bees in this tree here with me, and... Uh, I can't be sure, but I think... Yes, somehow they've been outfitted with tiny guns as well. Tune in again for our next exciting installment. The Giant Death Ray. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Matt, Dottie, and Dottie's robot have ventured to the city of Subteropolis, far beneath the Earth. Finding what they came for and preparing to return to the surface, they discover an enormous weapon. And now, today's episode, The Giant Death Ray. Well, it's definitely a death ray. What makes you so sure, Mr. Matt? Well, it has a skull and crossbones painted on the other side. That seems kind of weird, with the rock people not having skulls or bones. That's what I thought, and yet... So, what do we do now? Well, if that thing's part of the stupid war between these stupid rock people and the other stupid rock people, we just leave it alone. We're not really supposed to get involved in that kind of thing. What kind of thing? Stupid things. And if it isn't, if it's actually meant to threaten the surface, well, I guess we'll have to sabotage it. But horses, the controls for that thing are a hundred feet up and upside down because it's built for those stalactitans. Right. Well, one of us is going to have to climb up there over the bubbling pits of lava. I think it's called magma if it hasn't erupted yet. Yes, good, good, you passed that test. Uh, remind me to give you a gold star when we get back to wherever it is we keep the gold stars, the gold star drawer. Climb up to the top, yes, good. Up there. A hundred feet up there. Do you want me to go, Mr. Matt? To be honest, yes. Yes, I do, but one of us needs to distract the guard. You can do that part. I will... I'll make the climb. Horses, Mr. Matt. Are you scared of heights? What? Oh, don't be silly. We're a mile below the surface of the Earth. How could I possibly be scared of... Yes, yes, I'm going to fear vomit. But you and Mr. Al spend most of your time flying. Ah, but I don't. Mr. Al spends most of his time flying. I spend most of my time fixing things and beating up bad guys on the ground. Don't tell anyone, okay? Your secret's safe with me, Mr. Matt. I know you can make it up there. Come on, Mr. Robot. Let's go distract that guard. Tabulating. Sure, they might agree to feed your cow while you're away for the weekend, but what's that really worth if they're too good at clean out the litter box? Oh, there you are, little girl. Sorry, I guess I got distracted and I missed what you were saying. Can you start over again? From the beginning? Uh, which part? Oh, the part about... Uh, the cat. Do you even have cats here underground? No, it was a metaphorical cat. We're very metaphorical people. I see. They say that the gods gave us metaphors when we stole water from them. Who says that? I don't know. Lots of people. Why did you steal water from them? I think it's a metaphor. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, neighborliness. Right. 
So a good neighbor always remembers where the fence is, even if their dog tore it. I can't believe I'm all the way up here when I'm afraid of heights. Hang on. I'm not afraid of heights at all. That must have been some leftover lizard thoughts. I'm perfectly fine to climb up the... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Ah! Robot, you saved my life. Tabulating. I completely forgot you had a jetpack. Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Yeah, might have saved us a lot of trouble. If... Oh, don't land us on the... When neighbors finish everything that's on the list. They leave the keys under your welcome mat. But that's the first place anyone thinks to look. You... You were interfering with our death ray. No, Mr. Matt's just a death ray enthusiast. He wanted to get a closer look to see if you... To see if you had it pointed at the surface? Oh, we do. Now I know who you two are. You're with M-U-C-U-S, aren't you? They really need to get a better acronym. We might be. I knew it. Well, I have special instructions for dealing with the likes of you. You do? Yes, we'll see how you fare. At Trident Point. But you aren't even carrying Tridents. Silence! Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Wrath of the Tiger Men. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar. Starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Al and the Dinosaur Puncher had determined that their superior officer, the Colonel, was replaced by an evil robot double. Pursuing a clue to the robot's possible origins, they are attacked. First by apes then by lions, and finally by bees, all of which had been supplied with functional human weaponry. We join our heroes now in the aftermath of that battle. And now, today's exciting episode, Wrath of the Tiger Men. So, you're a pacifist. That's right, I thought you knew. It suddenly makes a whole lot more sense that you and Matt spend so much time chained up in dungeons. Alright, here comes the guard. Now I can show you what I bring to the team. Watch this. First he'll hear me talking and he'll say, Silence. You there, human. Silence. Then I'll retort, Hey, is that your face? Because it looks like a tiger threw up. Then he'll punch me. He will? Oh, come on. You're supposed to punch me. Oh, am I? Sorry. I've only gotten to chapter three in the handbook. What is that even? Oh, that's more like it. Come to think of it, though, it does look like a tiger threw up. Having our faces poking out of actual tiger heads over our actual heads wasn't my idea. If you... Let me go free, I can... Tear the thing off you and force feed it to you. Well, that doesn't sound worth letting you down for at all. They only issue us one of these things, and I don't think they'd be very happy with us eating it. Also, it's covered in fur. You know, I don't think that's a very good idea at all. I'm not sure she really gets the whole dungeon banter thing. Personally, I'd have said something like, I bet the tiger wasn't happy about it. Ow! Right. Silence! That's the stuff. Really? Did I do good? What are you talking about? Am I doing this right? Seems right to me. According to whom? The book. Wait, there's actually a book? I've just been in these situations so often that I've picked up on the patterns. I didn't realize you people were actually working from a manual of some kind. Sure. Uh, hang on, I'll get it. 
I don't believe this. I know, they have an actual book. And all this time I thought I was just really intuitive. I mean, I can't believe you try to rationalize with these people. Which people? These Idiots in tiger costumes, or the lizard men, or the snake men of Sternotoppopoto. I don't think I was here for that one. Oh, same thing. Jackasses prancing around, pretending to be animals, or turning themselves into animals, or something. They do always seem to be animals. I wonder what that's about. Oh, that's in the book, too. Page three, actually. Right after the foreword. Uh, incidentally, thanks for not escaping while I was gone. All right, let's see. Oh, here we are. Humans are the lowest form of life. Their presence on the Earth is an infestation, and all members of the Great Army are charged with their eradication. Is that why you're teaching bees how to use guns? Yes! I mean, <laughs> silence! What's this Great Army? You silence, too! Wait, that doesn't sound right. How do I... <laughs> Yikes! Yes, sir. I'm doing it, sir. All right, you two. Come with me. We're going to settle things at Trident Point. Okay, I don't know why people keep threatening us like that when they aren't even carrying tridents. Silence! No, he means Trident Point, the place we read about on that matchbook. I said silence! Oh, right, that thing. Come on, guys. Silence. Please? So, assuming we let you unchain us and take us to Trident Point, then what? Silent! Oh. Well, we have a big meeting to go to. A meeting, huh? Yep. We're being considered for admission into the Great Army. Between the armed apes and the tiger suits, our leader thinks we have a real shot at joining. Wait, so you're taking us to some kind of conference? <laughs> oh, no. The conference is for us. You two will be put to death in the arena. For our amusement. Okay. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Fiend Revealed, only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar. Starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far. Captured by various sinister forces, our heroes find themselves reunited in a familiar setting. And now, today's episode. The Fiend Revealed. Mr. Al, is that you? It's darker than usual in here. It's a shame my pigtails aren't still glowing. I'm here, Dottie. And so am I. Hi, Miss Dinosaur Puncher. Is that everyone? I think it is. Don't forget about me. Of course, it's not the singing cowboy, too. Afraid so, little lady. Oh, hey, SC. Dono, ma'am. Where are we? I don't think I've ever been in a dungeon that holds so many people. Horses! Yes, and robots. You can understand that thing? Uh, uh, no. He wasn't answering you, Mr. Map. He was pointing out that the wall is moving. <laughs> so it is. Well, I can't talk our way out of a crushing wall situation. One of you is gonna have to No, do... it's not moving that way. It's dropping, and it looks like we're in some kind of throne room. Oh, oh good. good. This, this guy, guy again. again. Horses. Who's that horrible man? That, Dottie, is the arch enemy of MUCUS. They call him... They call me Rectilo the Recalcitrant. What's Recalcitrant? Silence! He is better at that than anyone else. I have to give him that. I said silence! 
Well, stick it up your jumper, you rapscallion. Cool. The very same. I knew he wasn't evil. No, he was a robot double. I was going to tell you, but... Silence! But that kept happening. M-U-C-U-S has been a thorn in my side for too long. Now that I have you all here, you'll be forced to fight to the death in our gladiatorial arena. Oh, belly original, old boy. Just spot on. Silence! With you lot out of the way, I can resume building my mighty non-human armies to overtake this pathetic planet of yours. Horses, another wall is opening. It's that scientist who turned us into lizards. And those fish guys. And the tiger men. This bloody fool's gone recruiting, chaps. He put the call out for the inhuman, the semi-human, and the trying not to be human troops across the world entire. And then he framed you, sir, using a robot double. Yes, good show, Dottie. That explains so much. Except... Why do you hate humans so much? Well, for starters, I tire of having to silence them all the time! Like now, silence. As for the rest, I shan't be pulled into this tactic by you, pacifist. My speech is over, and you're going to the arena now to fight and die for our amusement. Guards, let them down. Oh, and guards... Be sure to get that futuristic plastic material out of Algar's pocket before you take them away. Oh, come on! Hey, I forgot about that stuff. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, The Villain's Feast, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far, our heroes find themselves, once again, chained in a dungeon, this time waiting to be released into the gladiatorial arena of their arch-enemy, Rectolo the Recalcitrant. Meanwhile, Rectolo entertains a number of associates and hopeful minions at a large banquet. And now, today's episode, The Villain's Feast. It's so nice to have you all here together, united in one singular purpose. The obliteration and or enslavement of all human life on this wretched planet. Well, not end or we can't enslave them if they've already been to biblically. You, you know what I mean. Dr. Greg, your research in lizard-man transformations is positively compelling reading. And you, Stalag Titans, excellent job preparing our mighty subterranean death ray. And you, fishmen, you... Why is nobody saying anything? Isn't it obvious, Father? They're scared of you. What? You can invite people to your home, you can introduce them to your beautiful daughter, and serve them a pleasant meal. But if you keep yelling silence at them in that way that you do, you're just going to terrify them into, well, into silence. You dare speak such impudence to me in front of company? I dare answer the question you asked, yes. That was a hypothetical question. I think you mean rhetorical, and no, it wasn't. You wanted to know why nobody was talking, and I told you. Silence! Sometimes it's no wonder to me why Mother left. Can we talk about this some other time? 
can somebody please pass the salt? Uh, this magnificent roast pterodactyl is exquisite, but I feel it could use a little... Silence! I mean, yes, of, of course. Servant! Bring Dr. Greg additional salt at once. Would you also care for some fresh ground pepper? I think I... No, I'm good. Actually, maybe. No, no. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, are you sure? Just take the pepper! <sighs> um, uh, uh, do what you like. I'm sorry. So, when are we releasing the captives into the arena? Tomorrow at dawn. That sounds like a hoot. Most assuredly, it will be inscrutably delightful to see the end of Miocus. They really need to get a better acronym. It will be nice to see the end of Matt and Algar. That's who it'll be nice to see the end of. Wait, Algar is here? In our dungeon? Yes, we Tiger Man captured it. Silence! Father, why didn't you tell me this? It's not relevant. He'll be dead soon. The hell he will be! I think she took that well. Silence! Does she have some kind of connection to this Algar? Some kind of uh, mysterious history? Uh, yes, they used to date. You don't think her going down there is going to uh, endanger our plans, do you? What? No, he he dumped her. I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. You're very sure? My plan is flawless. Nothing will come of this unless any of you disagree. Hmm? What say you? Okay. 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 See? Flawless! <laughs> Tune in again for our next exciting adventure, Revenge of the Spurned, only on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves. Our story so far. A large contingent of MUCUS agents have been captured and imprisoned by Rectillo the Recalcitrant, arch-nemesis of the agency and humanity itself. We join our heroes now as they prepare to be led to Rectillo's gladiatorial arena. And now, today's episode, Revenge of the Spurned. Algar! Algar! Wake up! <coughs> Jeepers, what gives? Oh, hello, Larikta. Yes, hello. Shh, don't wake the others. We have a big day of dying in your father's arena ahead of us tomorrow. What an awkwardly constructed sentence. Yeah, speaking of awkward, what are you doing here? I might ask you the same thing. After all, I live here. Touché. You look good. Did you change your hair? Boy, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Never mind my apples. You had your chance. What does that even mean? It means that I can't wait to see my father's corns tear you apart. His corns? Is he going to step on us with his gross feet? Silence! It's so hard to see why we couldn't work things out. Ow! 
So you just came down here to gloat? I came down here to offer you your freedom, you imbecile. Oh, good then. I like freedom. If. I knew there was going to be an if. If you're willing to give us another chance. You see that little girl over there? Not my type. Stay focused, imbecile. That's the second time you've called me that. Was that a pet name we had? Because I don't remember- Ow! Anyway, let the girl go and I'll do whatever you say. No dice, flyboy. This is between me and you. If you and your imbecile partner want to go dragging some civilian into this, that's not my affair. So now Matt's the imbecile? I thought we had something spe- Ow! Now, here is the choice you have. You can stay here and wait for the guards to release you into the arena where a pacifist like you might be able to hide behind his brave friends and manage to die last. Uh Uh-huh. Or, I can release you now, and we can have a nice long discussion about our relationship. What was the first choice again? Ow! All right. All right. I can do that. Let's talk this out, imbecile cakes. It does actually sound a little sweet when you say it. Ow, right over the shoulder. I forgot your family's physically powerful in addition to being recalcitrant. Silence! (sighs) Mr. Matt, are you awake? Oh, oh, I am now. Is it time? Not just yet. I just noticed Mr. Al is gone. Look at that. So he is. You don't think he abandoned us, do you, Mr. Matt? Oh, no, no, there's no way. He's obviously working on a cunning plan to free us all. Obviously. Sounds plausible, right? Who are you trying to convince, Mr. Matt? That is an excellent question, Dottie. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Showdown at Trident Point. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar Starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt as themselves Our story so far Captured by the evil Rectillo the Recalcitrant Our heroes now await their fate in his gladiatorial arena And now, today's episode Showdown at Trident Point Brothers and sisters, we come together today in our common goal of eliminating humanity and claiming this planet for our own sinister purposes. The Ministry of Unconventional for Canada and the United States, or M-U-C-U-S, has stood between us and this goal for far too long. We really, really need to get a better acronym. Silence! Before us, we have a number of key MUCUS agents about to face their death, including the dinosaur puncher, the singing cowboy, the colonel... And that wretched pair that have foiled my plans on more than one occasion. Matt and Algar... Wait a minute, where is Algar? We were also wondering that. Silence! No matter. We shall find our wayward pacifist 
and he shall join you as you face my deadly corns. <laughs> Farewell, M-U-C-U-S. <laughs> Did he say corns? I think he did. I hope nobody thinks less of me for this, but I'm a little scared. It's all right, Dottie. Stick close to me. I'll teach you how to fight these. Polar bears with horns. And here come some hippos with horns. I think those are just rhinoceroses. Rhinoceri. I think those are just rhinos, Matt. And horses. It looks like the colonel and the singing cowboy have their hands full with those horned zebras. I guess corns meant, like, unicorns. All right, let's get ready for this. Matt, can you handle yourself? I mean, I prefer to whack things with a wrench, all things considered, but, uh, yeah, I think I can improvise something. Right. You take the rhinos. This polar bear is mine. Bears make me nervous. There's nothing too big to be punched, Dottie. Always remember that. Now crouch here, like this. There you go. And extend your fist. No, your left one. Good. Now... Lean into it and... Oh no, he's gonna... Just hold your ground, trust me. You got him! I always knew you were more than just a mascot. Definitely better in a fight than Al. Yeah, ugh. Where, where is Al? I don't know, but there's another wave of these things coming out of those doors, and I'm honestly not sure how long we can... Oh, there he is! Hi, guys! And my robot! Tabulating. Hold the line, please. Yeah, I can't imagine why they separated him from the rest of us. Probably because he has the power to smash through walls and... Put me down, please. Tabulating. Thank you. And the strength to take care of these ridiculous animals. What? No. Guards! Seize them! Guards! I don't think your guards want to jump into this ridiculous mess of teeth and fur down here. And horns! Don't forget horns! Right, and horns! Good robot. Where have you been? Oh, I uh, ran into an old friend. You mean your ex-girlfriend? I was trying to sound flippant, Dottie. Yes, yes, I ran into Larecta. And somehow you escaped that whole situation, freed the robot, and made your way here. Yeah, pretty much. You, uh, you like expanding on any of that? No, not really. All right, then. At least we're all back together. I have my robot, and these horrible monsters are... Uh-oh. Whoa. It looks like another door is opening. Probably more monsters. Or worse. Horses? It's Rectolo's army. There must be dozens of them. Dottie, how much is 12 dozen? 144, which is also called a gross. You're a good egg, Dottie. Hopefully everyone will remember you that way. Hey, uh, there is some good news. What's that? Uh, at least they appear to be carrying tridents. Tune in again for our next exciting installment, Disaster in the Arena. Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. Delicious Puffed Rice Cereal presents The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar, starring Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt as themselves. 
Our story so far. Captured by the evil Rectillo the Recalcitrant, our heroes now find themselves facing an entire army in his Colosseum. And now, today's adventure. Disaster in the arena. Yeah, take that! I thought you were a pacifist. I am. I managed to snag this net cannon. There's nothing in my philosophy that says I can't tangle people up in nets. That's a very peculiar loophole. I was busy fighting. What happened to Dottie and the robot? Oh, the robot's jetpack was the only way out of here, so I sent Dottie off to safety. That was surprisingly noble of you. Listen, pacifist isn't just a nice word for coward. I can do brave things. I just can't hurt anyone. Yeah, you want some of this? Al, I don't think he can breathe all tangled up like that. That means the net is choking him, not me. Forward, lizard men! Also forward, those of you we managed to turn back from lizard men, but still fall under my thrall. That pill's gotta be here someplace. We have weeks of undelivered letters to bring him. Go! Deliver the respectful missives of my wrath! Applesauce, it's that persnickety dame. I beg your pardon? Twist, sorry. I'd really hoped that the false change of address form would outfox the likes of her. Well, clearly it hasn't. And now things are more chaotic than ever down there. Hang together, lads. I don't know if you've heard, but things are more chaotic down here than ever. Hang on to your pith helmet, sir. I have a plan. You do? No, but you all felt a lot calmer there for a second, didn't you? I can't tell who's leading up their army, but she sounds like somebody I used to date. How many queens have you dated? Well, let's see. There's a underground one, the lizard one, uh, the moon one. You dated the queen of the moon? She and I go way back. I'm not our moon. Oh, and uh, Queen Victoria. How old are you? Well, uh, I got a song about that. But they confiscated my guitar. Damn shame that. Eat net, lizardy! So does anyone have a plan or not? Oh, we could just escape in that giant blimp that's headed this way. You mean that dirigible? Horses, it's a blimp, Mr. Al. I'm throwing down the ladder. Let's get out of here. Now that's a plan. I'm not too dignified to be rescued by an 11-year-old. All right, that's everyone. Let's get out of here. Mind if I drive? You might hurt my robot's feelings. Horses! Oh, yeah, that guy. I'll take my chances. I reckon nobody down there even notices we're escaping. No, I can see Rectolo having a heart attack. So long, chump! Tell him I think he's a real palooka. Sorry, we're out of range. We're escaping, remember? Oh, right. I'll just steer us out of this tiny cave here. Crimson carrots! That cave appears to be the only way in or out of this subterranean Hieronymus boss landscape. Good thing no one smashed the door then. Oops. At a girl. Well, sir, we managed to escape the clutches of some of the world's most notorious rat finks. And Dottie here managed to imprison them. Golly, Mr. Matt, we're nothing. So what now? Evil's been defeated. 1935 is a paradise on Earth. What's next for MUCUS, sir? We really need to get a better acronym. Well, lads, the real foe these days is poverty. You lot have been punching dinosaurs, singing advice to friendly travelers, piloting and fixing dirigibles for so long, you may not be aware of this, but there's a depression on. It started with the 1929 stock market crash. I think I remember something about that. Uh, right, right, we were fighting off the Mercury Men of Venus back in 29. Now you've got to do your bit for king and country. King? Then do it for the, the high priest. Or a wise elf. Or a dog that grants wishes. I don't know, whatever you Americans have. I don't read the papers. <laughs> don't let's get pedantic. There's work to be done. To the Dust Bowl! And so, our heroes fly off to slightly less exciting adventures. 
providing soup for citizens willing to wait in line, handing shovels to WPA workers, and tightening bindles for wayward hobos. But on the horizon, a new threat prepares to emerge. This chapter of the radio adventures of Matt and Algar is over, but a new chapter may one day be told. Tune in again for our next thrilling installment, Dirigible Strike Over Berlin! Only on the Sarcastic Voyage Podcast. I hereby call this meeting of the Sarcasteers to order. I said can it! Alright, first order of business. What is that? What is what? That gigantic metal contraption. Who brought that in here? That's my robot. I met him on my adventures that I went on with Mr. Matt and Mr. Al. Horses! Well, of course, you get to go on missions. You have badge number one. How come I get badge number four? I signed up the first day. Mr. Matt and Mr. Al get badges two and three. Badge number one goes to the president, chair girl, and sidekick extraordinaire for life, which is me. And what badge number is your stupid robot? Well, horses, Norman. He can't wear a badge. What would we pin it to? Tabulating. (laughs) My dad says robots are part of the Kaiser's secret army. Tell your dad we defeated the Kaiser in the Great War. Mr. Matt and Mr. Al tell me that. Well, what does that thing even do? He's my friend. He protects me. And I taught him to help us with our recruiting drive. Watch this. Hey kids, join the Sarcasters. You get all this cool stuff, including a nifty decoder ring. Unscramble hidden messages from Matt and Al. It's easy and it's fun. Just go to sarcasticvoyage.com and click Fan Club. What's a Sarcaster? Horses. He got every other word right. That's pretty good for a mechanical man. Pretty good. Doesn't sell decoder rings. And he didn't even mention the deluxe membership, which includes the ray gun and iron-on transfers. You don't have to tell me about the ray guns. Tell all the other kids. How many members have you even recruited? I recruited Chucky. Chucky's a great mascot, but he's a hound dog. (laughs) There's never been a better time to become a sarcastier. Five dollars gets you a decoder ring, a window cling, and a numbered badge like mine. And for only $15, you can get a ray gun like Norman mentioned. Proceeds go to keeping us kids off the streets and to making the swell radio program you're listening to right now. So join today. Safe journeys, everyone. I wish I had a robot. And you always will. Hey there, all you boys and girls. Stay tuned for an important message from the radio adventures of Matt and Algar's own Dottie. Hi, gang. You ever wonder how I have enough energy to go on all those swell adventures you hear about on our program? It's because I begin each day with a bowl of delicious puff rice cereal, the only cereal shot out of guns. Delicious puff rice cereal is made with real sugar, real salt, and then another heaping portion of real sugar again. This gives me the pep I need to keep up with the world's two greatest adventurers, Mr. Matt and Mr. Al. If there's one thing scientists and parents agree that kids need, it's pep. Delicious puffed ray cereal makes you feel like you're being shot out of a gun. 
It's keen. Yes, children, do what that little girl said. Ask mother to buy you a box of delicious puffed rice cereal the next time she goes to market. Don't take no for an answer. And be sure to listen to The Radio Adventures of Matt and Algar every week on the Sarcastic Voyage podcast. <laughs>